in a world where everyone has a story. Welcome to the Tell Us Something podcast. I'm Mark Moss. At the last live Tell Us Something event, audience members shared their true personal story on the theme, Stranger in a Strange Land, anonymously, by putting them on a piece of paper and putting them into a box. Selected stories were read from the stage at intermission by some Tell Us Something volunteers. Today, we hear from those stories. All right. Our daughter's senior year of high school was pure hell. She only applied to two schools. Neither was a Montana school. First was Duke. She was not accepted. Second was North Carolina. At 40 grand a year, she would blow her whole education fund. She was accepted, but got smart and realized it was not affordable. MSU college weekend was coming up, and her father, a bobcat, told her we were going. I'm a grizz, although, sitting in the ballroom with hundreds of people who were bobcats, stranger in a strange land. It felt like all's well, she's a cat and loves MSU. Once while recreating in a bar in the woods, I decided it was time for a nap and went to lay down in my friend's white Subaru. While my friend spent the next hour searching the woods in a riverbank for me, I was found when a stranger entered her white Subaru heading home. A, s- <laughs> a stranger in a sea of white Subarus. I was on a canoe trip in Big Bend National Park where the Rio Grande is the border between the US and Mexico. It was the last night of what had been a carefree adventure when the first party we'd seen in days pulls up to our beach to solicit help with a tragedy upstream. Simultaneously, a few good old Texas oil boys motor up from downstream. They offered to motorboat the two women and needed to cell phone service, but in order to do so, needed to drop their friends, Will and Tom, on our beach. Will's first question was the difference between a kayak and a canoe. We explained the difference based off of the paddles, to which he responded, you're trying to tell me that if I'm in a kayak and I get so drunk I can only paddle on one side, then suddenly I'm in a canoe? (laughs) Similar hilarity ensued between our hippie millennial group and these Texan oil workers before their buddies returned only to announce that Will and Tom had to paddle the boats the distressed parties left behind. The bloke, complete with their two dogs, was so tippy, but those guys were zero to a hundred and left us on the beach to contemplate just how strange a land we were in. Once passing through the Midwest, my ex-wife and I noticed an old man sneak into the county fair we were attending on Bring Your Grandparents to the Fair for Free Day. She had little patience for the odd people I like to chat with, and she left me with him and went to look at the pigs. Are you two married, he asked. I nodded. He said, you want to be careful with that. My ex-wife tried to kill me three times. (laughs) My face screwed up in disbelief. Yep, he went on. She poisoned me with arsenic, stabbed me three times with a kitchen knife, and had her boyfriend clobber me with a hammer. I was about to call him on this when he raised his hat and revealed a half-inch deep furrow three inches along at the top of his bald head. Was I the stranger or was he? (laughs) 
I pulled into Missoula in September with y'alls in my bag, a yes ma'am or two in my pocket, and my mama's hug still around my neck. The blue ridge behind me, the Rockies standing sentry into all that lay ahead. A new helping career, a little blue house, a place where outdoor pursuit is palpable, the community's hands are capable, Cricks are water formation, and the only pain in the neck is the gray of winter. I came with a, a southern shyness, new on skis and in the big west, but welcomed we've been. I'm happy to have landed west of this divide. The real one and the real people in this place prove doesn't exist. A stranger to fly fishing and a stranger to fly fishing on the little Spokane River, a tributary to the Spokane River, my guide and the other half of the campus mail and furniture moving crew advised me to set the hook immediately once I saw the bite. Within 20 minutes I got a bite and with an Olympian's athleticism set the, set the four inch trout 10 feet in the air only to continue swimming upriver on the little Spokane. I took a subway from Oz to Kansas. Actually, it was from west to east Berlin. The west was all bright lights and decadence, while the east was army gray and discipline. I was dressed like Sergeant Pepper and my Brit buddy Mick looked like Buffalo Bill. We were a center of attention for Soviet soldiers and the Polizzi. Mick and I had a bad beer in, in a beer hall and got the hell out of Dodge before sundown. In the middle of ninth grade, my family moved from New York State to liberal, by golly, Kansas. I was a dancer and was in the habit of wearing my homemade, flowy, swirly dance costumes to school. The purpular girls' clique could hardly wait to see what the new girl from New York, city was all that they knew of New York, was wearing. But my clothes never looked like what they were expecting, their expectations primed by their fantasy perusal of their 17 magazines. Our volunteers Lauren Champa and Amy Thompson for reading those stories for us. Thank you especially to those who submitted their stories. Thank you to our title sponsors, CabinetParts.com, The Good Food Store, Log Jam Presents. Learn about our storytelling workshops, upcoming events, and how to pitch a story at tellussomething.org. Tune in tomorrow for the regularly scheduled Tell Us Something podcast. Happy April Fool's Day!